Two men in a six-pack starts in three, two, one. All right, two men in a six-pack. Listeners, here we are, episode 13. We have a very, very, very special guest with us tonight. We're going to talk World Cup soccer and get a preview of the um, FIFA World Cup event, which starts, I think, June 14th in Russia. So anyway, before we get into that, we're going to cover a couple of different things. We're going to start with the date in sports, June 4th, 1927, the first Ryder Cup. The U.S. beat England 9.5 to 2.5 at Worcester Country Club in Worcester, Massachusetts. And I don't think Arnold Palmer or Jack Nichols were on that team, even though they were probably born. In, Arnold Palmer had to be born in that 1927. That's I don't, a long time ago. How accurate could that be? That's correct. I got it off. It's true. I got it off the internet. Okay. okay. That's, that's fair. All right. 1964, L.A. Dodgers, Sandy Koufax pitches his third no-hitter of his career. Was he under any substances like the last couple guys? No, remember David Wells for the for the Yanks that pitched that one. Was he eating like mushrooms or something before? Well, Sandy Koufax used to date. Was he married to Marilyn Monroe? There was an L.A. Dodger that was married to Marilyn Monroe at some point in time. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I'll be so glad when we get out of baseball and, <laughs> yeah. other, and other day days happen because I hate baseball but stuff. Only like 190 more games God left. Knows. Yeah, yeah, and then and 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 then the postseason. Yeah. Uh, this was cool. 1974, NFL grants franchise to Seattle Seahawks, and they had the neon yellow or green. I mean, the neon green when it wasn't cool. In 1974, they had the neon green, and now that's like the cool color. I didn't know that. They've had it that long. Oh, I don't know, but I mean, I'm just going, <laughs> oh, by, I'm I'm just going by what color they are now. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. I they don't probably think they had it. Yeah, I don't know that color was invented then. That was probably somebody that would pitch the perfect game on, that was tripping on something that created that color, right? <laughs> okay, birthdays in sports. Now, I don't know if you – do you remember this guy? In 1963, the X-Man, Xavier McDaniels. Do you remember Xavier McDaniels? I don't remember him. Dude, man, he was nasty. He went to Wichita State. He was a shocker and then played in the NBA for a long time with the, with the Seattle Supersonics. I think he played maybe later on in his career or maybe like the Knicks. But anyway, man, he was good at like one thing. Dunking, I'm Dunking sure. Dunking yeah. the ball. He was massive. You need to Google and and, and YouTube him. He I'm going to have like to look him up. The, Legit nasty dunker, Dave. Dave Miller's here. Dave, what he a nasty yes, dunker? Yes, was nasty, nasty dunker. Nineteen eighty-five. This is this is tribute to our guest here, Dave Miller. Lucas Podowski, Polish-born football player, was born in nineteen eighty-five. He's a German national, and now he plays in the Japanese league. When in his prime, he was nasty. He was really, really, really good. Yeah. And then nineteen eighty-five. I know you really appreciate this one, Evan. Lychek, American figure skater. Why would I appreciate that? Well, because we'll have a rapid-fire question coming up about uh, you and your love for figure skating. Oh, yeah, uh, here, totally. Here shortly. So, anyway. <laughs> all right, let's move on. NBA Finals. Warriors up 2-0, heading to Cleveland. Next game is Wednesday night. Golden State is favored by 4.5. They're probably going to beat them by 104 points. It's bad. I mean, they got to – I don't know. Let's, I said they were going to win one. Yeah, well, I didn't, you know, and I think but, we both said that they would lose the two in Golden State, and then I don't, I can't remember if you said they would win the third game. I said they would lose the third game, and they would come back and win that 
not so meaningful fourth game. I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel I don't feel that way anymore either. I think they're going to be swept. Right after, I mean, I know you don't like him. Well, you like him, but you don't think he's the greatest. Right. Fifty-one points first game. I mean, he couldn't have done anything. LeBron could not have done literally anything else. He did all he could. Everything that he could. We're going to get to that. Okay. We'll get to it. Let's talk about game two. Steph Curry single set single game record nine three pointers. I mean that little. Uh, I mean one step back he did, but the one he did with the, like no time left on the shot clock, yeah, one handed. One handed. Did you see the fight? Almost fight between him and. Uh, Perkins, Kendrick Perkins, Perkins, yeah, because he said Perkins like stuck his foot out or wouldn't move his foot or something like that. I mean, he was out of bounds. Out of bounds. That was that was not uh, Perkins' fault. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's he's just he's. I don't. You know, I'm starting. I when Steph Curry first came out, I liked him because he was the kind of the humble kid from Davidson. You know, he was kind of scrawny. He looks. I just don't like him with the beard. Well, now everyone everyone's saying that they don't like him because he goes to the basket and like. Starts flexing his muscles afterwards, and we all know he doesn't really have muscles. muscles He's yeah. just doing it just because, like, I mean, I don't I know. just don't like him. Do I look that? My beard is more. My my, my beard <laughs> is more groomed. I try to groom my. His beard just looks natty looking. He like just he can't do anything with. He it. just can't grow one. It's I just the way he, it is. It's like a you know, like sometimes people grow beards and it looks like mange because they because they can't like, grow beard and it's like spotty, just and patchy. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, I just I just don't think I like him. <laughs> Uh, Tristan Thompson walked out of the post. Now, did you see this? Yes, I walked saw that. Walked out of the post game interview after being asked if he felt quote helpless guarding the Warriors and Clay Thompson. Let's be real. <laughs> Who doesn't feel helpless <laughs> guarding Clay Thompson? Feel, Honestly, yeah. I mean, he fundamentally sound all over. You can't not feel helpless. Yeah, I mean, he's legitimate. We've talked about it last couple of episodes. You know, he is the straw that stirs the drink. For he's me. all around for me. He is just a nasty. Shooter, uh, he's he's. I mean, he's just great. And look, Bob Mills has come in the house, fresh off dinner. Bob, how how are you doing tonight? Great, great, great. Got some wings. Got some wings here that we <laughs> might partake in later. They're not sponsored. He had to actually pay for them, so we're so we're not giving anybody any plugs tonight. Finally, game. Let's just go, J.R. Smith. Oh, I mean, what do you want to say? It's cringeworthy. How do you not know what's going on? I mean, I, I just, I just, I don't understand. I mean, I'll, every, I'll come back to this. this room, everyone sitting in this room right now has played athletics at least once. At least once. Yeah, we'll come back. That was going to be that's yes. that was going to be discussed. All right. The other thing, kind of crazy going on, the Twitter world has been just murdering Jordan Clarkston. Have you seen this? I I looked it up today once you talked about it, and they are absolutely they are absolutely murdering, him. telling him not to shoot. So his last assist. Okay, his last assist came with six sixteen left in the fourth quarter of the Toronto game. That was the very first series. Seems like forever. Of yeah, last assist in Game Four of the Toronto series. Since then, he's played one hundred thirteen minutes. He scored thirty nine points, shooting less than twenty nine percent from the field. That includes going six for a stellar twenty one from the threes, and again zero assist. But and oh. And he's point guard. He has the ball in his hands. He he was better on the Lakers. He was better he at wasn't, Arizona, wasn't he? Yeah, well, wasn't it Arizona that, that he went to? I think he went to Arizona. I don't know. Yeah, but, I think but he went to Arizona. Also, Rodney Hood was pretty good at Utah. He was scoring about you, 16, 17 points a game. Did you read the Bleacher you, you, If you don't follow Bleacher Report, and I'm kind of giving away secrets, Bleacher Report had a 
I had a little blip today that mm-hmm. said Rodney Hood is watching his old highlights from Utah to say that to remind himself that he can still play basketball. That yeah, he, was legitimately yeah. He, today I he played that. four minutes last night and had two points. He was scoring seventeen point, almost seventeen points a game at Utah, a playoff team. So yeah. it wasn't like he was getting garbage minutes and garbage points. You yeah. know, he was get. So I don't know if people go to Cleveland to die like the Browns. What the deal is? Possibly but, they could. And, and if that's the case, then they're doing it. Clarkson was better on Lakers, and Rodney Hood was definitely better on Utah. So now let's let's kind of reassess where we are. Do you think LeBron's surrounding cast is as good as say Jordan's surrounding cast? Do I think that's right? Yeah. Kevin Love, all-star. <laughs> okay. Scotty Pippen, all-star. What I'm, do you mean? I'm moving on. Okay. It'd be smart if you is did. This, yeah, shut up. <laughs> is the series going the way you thought it would? I mean, we talked about this earlier. Well, I mean, I thought in the beginning they'd at least get one game, but now I don't know that they'll get one. So that's my next question. Can the Cavs win, win a game? I don't think so. I'm, change, I, I'm changing my bid. I just, I have, I just don't know, man. I just, I just do not know if they can. I'm, I'm, you know, I was hoping that they could potentially steal Game Four, a, a meaningless game, so LeBron wouldn't go down, wouldn't be swept. But I just, you know, I just don't. I, I think he's getting I swept. Know. I hate it for him. I hate it for him too. And it's going to be three and nine, and you're going <laughs> to, you're going to tease me even more. But oh well. So enough about NBA basketball finals because I'm kind of tired of talking about it. So <laughs> other basketball news. The other big thing that happened the, uh, late last week, Burnergate. So, Philly 76ers, Philadelphia 76ers GM, Brian Colangelo. Famous family. His dad, Jerry, Jerry Colangelo, executive in the NBA forever. It, some report. What, what I want to know is people sitting around trying and discovering this crap. But anyway, it was determined that there were some fake Twitter accounts mm-hmm. that had been linked to him. Okay. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to follow this thing here. So, the accounts either – were trolling other players, GMs, teams, or whatever, and then some of the one of the the accounts was even slamming some of his, his own, own players. T- yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. So they were talking about Julio Okafor, you know, how he got hurt yeah. before he was there, before he got traded. Just talking about how he's out of shape, doesn't like to work hard, uh, doesn't work hard on or off the court, just slamming him. And uh, Joe Embiid was retweeting all of them. Do you think that Colangelo is that stupid? I mean, just I'm, I mean, I mean, just. I mean, obviously, they linked it back to him. I don't well, they, well, some reports have said, I read something today, so there's a lot of theories going around. One theory was that it was the ex-GM, Sam Hinkie, that kind of started this stuff. Then the other report that surfaced was it was Colangelo's wife that was doing it. And they tied, I read today, that they tied one of the Twitter accounts in question, the last four digits, evidently you put your, and I guess I did it some one time because I have, I only have one Twitter account. Right. Well, actually, I have two. One for the East Coast Invitational right. basketball team camp that we do that that I do with work, and then I have my own personal. I don't even have one for two minutes six pack. But I guess evidently you tie a telephone number to a Twitter account for right. verification or something, and one of the Twitter accounts in question, the last four digits of the Twitter account with the phone number was a phone was like her phone number or some kind of phone number that was linked to right. her or something. So that's just going to cause controversy for free agency. No one wants to go. I mean, even if it is all rumors, like it, there's some truth to So do you think lives. he should be fired? He just needs to sell the team. But no, he's not the owner, he's a GM. Or uh um, Do you think he should be fired? Yeah, I mean, they're going to let him go. Do you think he should like 
if I can't say what I wanted to say, do you think he should like severely punish his wife? It's probably him. It's probably him. Honestly, you think it's him I think he thinks wife. he's smart so enough. He's, he's like, yeah, they'll never, they'll never figure out it's me if I use her phone okay. number. Okay, so you want to know why I think he should be fired? Because if he took the freaking time to figure out this master scheme and spent more time figuring out how to make them even better as a team than they were, they legitimately might be in the NBA championship now. But he was setting up the 32 Twitter accounts. Fake Twitter <laughs> I think accounts. there was five, seriously. I don't know, man. Seriously? I just That's crazy. That's stupid. If you're going to say something, say it. Don't be afraid. I mean, Well, you can't. You can't talk about how lazy your players are. Well, get rid of them then. He did. He got rid of the Okafor. That's he was. Okay. That was one of the main players he was talking junk about. He traded him. Okay. Oh well. I just. I just. I just. I don't understand you millennials. I just do not understand. Wasn't me. I don't understand you millennials. How is he a millennial? Got, He's probably sixty. We've got. We've. I've got a rapid fire question coming up for you about <laughs> fake Twitter accounts. This is my fault. College basketball. Bovado, which I know. I know you have no idea what that is because you don't know anything about online sports betting. That's the, true. The sports betting site released their odds on the 2018-19 men's NCAA championships. Who they're predicting is going to win the NCAA championship. Guess who they predicted to be the number one contender? Duke, like they had the past Duke, three years. Duke, wait a minute. And they haven't even played a freaking game yet. The five <laughs> kids haven't even gotten into school yet. Duke has the odds of 11-2. to two. Next is Kansas at 8-1. to one. Nova at nine to one. Now Nova has the potential to lose four players. They they uh, two have gotten agents. So one's a senior, Brunson, and one other. I can't. Is it the Mikael uh, Bridges yeah, guy? Yes. Have have um, have agents. I think. And then the th- then the DiVincenzo guy did get an agent. Think, there may be like five. I think how he can, did get an agent. How can they? How can they have them at nine to one and legitimately five of their starters? So if you want to make some money, definitely go to. Bovado and, and and bet with there. Gonzaga's ten to one, Kentucky's ten to one, and then legitimately the best team of college basketball era, UNC. They're 12, 12 to one. Um, I just I don't understand how Duke can be eleven to one. I, I mean eleven to two odds. I guess they're going off recruiting, even though they've had the best like recruiting them in Kentucky the past. So again, all this tells years. me is eleven to two odds. They are predicted right now to win the national championship. If they do not win the national championship, has Coach Knows underachieved with this? With this I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the only way I can look at it. It's the new one and done. One and done. So, anyway, I cannot wait till college basketball starts back up, and Me I too. cannot wait till college football starts. It's going to be a dead period soon. But until then, we're going to talk World Cup soccer. Oof. And I like. I like it if. USA's in it, but well, we're gonna we're gonna address that with our guest guest uh, guest right now, Dave Miller. Dave, slip on into the hot seat right, there. I'm sliding. So I, we've got Dave Miller here. Just I couldn't get one, anybody else. Couldn't get anybody else, but I didn't want to get anybody else. He is, I mean, he is one of my best buddies in the whole world. Just a tremendous guy. Uh, great soccer coach, Jacksonville High School boys and girls. Um, I was telling the story last week, if y'all listened last week, about his recruiting visit, football recruiting visit to Katawa and how he ended up going there to play soccer. That is correct. So that's just that he used to, and you know, he's a stud athlete now. Now he's a stud beer drinker. Uh, can <laughs> yeah, drink, I'm all right at it. Can drink the hell out. Yeah, well, practice makes perfect. That's right. So anyway, talk to me. So, so Russia, June 14th. We're going to go through the groups okay. real quick. And I want you to tell me. So 
do the do the top two from each group advance? Is that yes? Right? They take top two from each group, and then after that, it's single elimination. Knockout, Correct. Right? Yep. Uh, final sixteen. It's knockout all the way through. Perfect. All right, so we'll start with Group A with Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Okay, tell me who's going to advance. Uh, I think Uruguay and Egypt from that group will be the two out of there. So Russia will not be making it even though they are they are the home. Well, now, they are the home, but I, I think Russia will have a uh, – depends on how – and I, don't, I haven't looked at the schedule, so I don't know who they have first, but if they can find a way to get a result early, yes. they might be able to slide in and knock Egypt out. Gotcha, gotcha. And Egypt's got that stud that plays for, is it Liverpool? Uh, yep, Mohamed Salah. And he was hurt, but he's, he's, he's on the roster. On the They're roster. anticipating him to be able to play. I know a little bit about that because my son, he, yeah. he, he makes me follow. All right, next group, Group B. All right. Portugal. This is the, looks, looks like to me the group of death. No, uh, there's, okay. there's actually not a one – Group of death, I think there's a few groups that could be considered a group of death because you've got some potentials. But Group B, I think Portugal and Spain are automatics out. Um, right. You know, it just depends on what the results are when they play. Um, you know, looking at it, I think Portugal, Portugal's getting the nod. Uh, Spain, in some instances, of getting the nod as being the top team out of that group. And then you have Morocco and Iran, but those two groups and – uh, you know, I've heard instances in the past where the the Iranians play like hell because if they lose, they could have the potential to go back and like be beheaded. That's and that's, stuff that's like that. the word on the street. Wow. Um, you know, I would do whatever I had to do to win because I like my head and I wouldn't want it to be apart from my body. So uh, that's that's not a good thing. Group C. All right, Group C. I think France and Denmark are the two out. Australia, and Peru, the Danes. Um, I think. Australia and Peru have the potential to maybe pull an upset and could possibly sneak out. But I think France and Denmark are your two favorites. France has a lot of players that play internationally. You know, like the EP, they, they play all over. Yes. They, and you don't realize until – They actually come together. Like, they oh, come together like, oh, crap. And they've got yeah. a really good team. Yeah. And, and France is also young. So they've got some young kids that are really going to be up and coming. Um you know, that are trying to make a name for themselves. So okay. I think they're a team to be reckoned with. So they're going to play hard. Okay, Group D. All right, Group D is one of those interesting groups. I think Argentina and, and Croatia are your favorites out. Um, but if you followed Iceland through the Euro qualifications, uh, surprised a lot of teams. They they, they really did. I, I remember watching it last year. Uh, it's it, it's fun. I mean, they, they, they defend their butts off, look to counter. Um, and then Nigeria is a team you can never count out. Um, like I said earlier, I don't think there's a one group of death. I think Group D um, is going to be one of those where I think Argentina is probably a lock. Um, but with Iceland and Nigeria in the group, they could cause some trouble. And your two favorites of Argentina and Croatia might find themselves sitting out and watching. All right. Group E. I'm going to go on a limb and say you're going to say Brazil will advance out of this uh, group. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I think you take Switzerland. Okay. Um, the dark horse out of this group, I think Serbia. Um, they've got a potential uh, to get through as well. And then, of course, Costa Rica, you know, depending on which Costa Rican team shows up to play, um, they've got a few players that can cause some trouble now, are there. They, is Costa Rica in the Con, uh, the CONCAC, Con, yep. which the United States is in? Correct. Okay. So they – did we – did the United States beat – I mean, how did how did we fare against them? Do you remember? Um, I think we – Split. If we split, then Costa Rica sucks. And they're, they, they're going to go 0-3. I'm just going to tell you that right now. 0-3. Costa Rica, nice place to visit. Wouldn't want to be a soccer team there. Okay. All right. Group F. This is another this one. one. tough. It, it is tough because uh, I think Germany is probably your lock. Okay. Um, I think Mexico and Sweden are battling for two. 
Okay. And then South Korea is going to be that team that's just going to be a thorn in your side and can cause some trouble. All right. Group G. Um, I like Belgium and England out of this group. Belgium probably winning, England being two. Well, England, let me let me stop you there. England always seems to lay a freaking egg, man. Well, I think with this group, I think they get through. I think they get to the round of 16. Okay. Um, then it just depends on and, how the draw is. And then it depends on the draw and, and how the matchups are. Um, but Belgium's a team that's – I think if this group in Belgium doesn't win it or make it to the finals, I think it's going to be a huge disappointment. I think this is the group that they're really looking at for Belgium to kind of – Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They've got some quality international players. That, um, the only problem is they're a little reckless going forward. And, um, Leave themselves exposed yes. in the back. Okay. Okay. And the last group? Um, this is a really interesting group. Um, you know, I think Poland's probably the favorite. Um, but then you got Senegal and Colombia, who are quality sides. Uh, Senegal's got quite a few players that play in the international leagues. Um, Colombia's been solid uh, over the past several years. And then Japan, like South Korea, very disciplined in their style of play. Um so th- this is the group that I think is going to be kind of fun to watch um, with how, you know, the second and third teams do to get out. All right. Now, I know it all depends on the draw and how this, how it pairs up. But when all's said and done and the final game is being played, <laughs> give me your prediction. And don't feel any pressure. This is only being recorded for dexterity. Uh, I, I, I got it. Um I mean, you got to go with Germany. I yeah, well, you, I mean, just on paper and everything everybody says, I think Germany's a team. Um, I think Brazil and France are probably the next two. Okay, um, that's, that's what that's actually what I've you know I did you know, a little um, research and those three those three and actually it said Belgium wasn't and, and that's I, I would go Belgium. Um, I don't think Portugal has quite enough. I think they're you know kind of well, what about Spain. Um, they're getting old. Well, aren't they? They, they are, and that, that's one of those. It's going to be. I think it depends on how Group B finishes up, whether Spain or Portugal on top. You know, in a lot of these matchups, it's going to be how they get out of their how groups. They get out of the groups. You know, are they the one or are they two, and how the matchups go. And you know, that's what makes it fun because you know you got these lesser teams that are just playing for a result. Yeah. You know, and you know the game of soccer that the best team doesn't always win. No. Um, that, so that, that was proven many a times when Jax will beat White Oak and Soccer <laughs> during the day. I'm just, <laughs> I just mess with No, you're right. But in the end, the Heineken World Cup you always see on the yep. is Ger- um, Germany going to be hosting? I, hosting? I, I, I think so. Um, but they like, just got so much talent. They, they really do. Uh, they're they're pretty dang solid. Um, you know, I, I read somewhere I think that um, Bayern Munich's the only international club team that has had an international player in the World Cup for decades. Wow. You know, which, which kind of says a lot about that that yeah. club. Tell me this. One player to watch out for, a dark horse. I'm not talking a Messi, um, a, a Ronaldo. Well, I'm, I, I want maybe one of these young up-and-comers. And, and I'm, 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 pro- I'm probably going to butcher your name, but there's a, a guy, it, it, it looks like Griezmann to me. Yeah, Giesman. Um, yeah, okay. Um, I think you know, he, he's been on a lot of people's radar. Um, you know, you've got the Ericsson kid from Denmark, uh, Rodriguez from Switzerland. Um, you know, of course, Lewandowski's on everybody's radar, but for Poland, I think he's somebody that could carry him through. Um, you know, so it's, you know, and everybody's calling that this might be the year for Neymar. Um, if 
you know, yeah, his he's coming back from an injury. Like a foot, is it a foot injury? Yeah, uh, I believe it's his foot or ankle. Ankle, um, yeah, lower body yep. injury. So you know, I mean, it's just some of those players, and of course, you know, everybody's going to talk about you know Messi and Ronaldo, and yeah. um, you know, Colombia's and, and the host of German German players that just, right. they just seem to cycle them. I remember my favorite player of all time because I love this name was uh, uh, oh gosh, now I can't remember, I can't pronounce his name. Schweitzinger, uh, what was his name for Germany? Schweitzinger. Schweitzinger. Yeah, yeah, dude. I used to love. I used to play gray in World Cup <laughs> soccer. And on, that was your guy on Xbox, and it was when he was like eight or nine. So I could like kick so you his still butt. beat him. So I could still <laughs> beat him. And, there, and every time I would score, I would score with Schweitzinger or whatever his name was, and I would and I would yeah, he got you get so pissed at me. <laughs> anyway, let's still still talking about soccer, man. Okay, what's wrong with American soccer? Tell me. Well, I mean, not just us not qualifying this year. What is wrong with American soccer? All right. So let me turn the page a little bit. Okay. What's wrong with Onslaught County soccer? Well, that's well, are you talking about on the high school level or the club I'm level? I'm talking club level. Oh, we know what's wrong. Okay. So Division, man. think think you, about you it. You got 18 club club clubs trying to have 18 so, different teams and it, you bring it, and you're bringing a knife to a gunfight when you go play the Raleigh's right, and okay. the Green. Right. Okay. So think about it is that we we haven't really had a set direction where you have all these different countries like germany they have a style of play Mm -hmm. you have brazil they have a style of play you take the netherlands they have a style of play england i don't think the united states has ever really developed their style of play we've always kind of tried to pick somebody else's up and we haven't just gotten after it don't you think we're real territorial like so and what i mean by that is like there's not a i mean besides having the you know the u.s where where they go through a point and then they bring the Best kids together at what, like 15, 16, right. 17? But, like, they do that over in Europe at these cl- when they're like eight or nine years old, well, right? And see, and, that, and that's part of it is our, the way our system is, is that we have these recreational clubs. Well, and they're, they're, the U.S. soccer is trying to do that with the developmental academies and associating those academies with the professional clubs and try to build that kind of atmosphere. You know, we don't have that. You play for your local rec team yeah. and you kind of work your way up and try to play classic. And But, you know, if you look at Raleigh, you know, the two big. Nemesis is in Raleigh, you know. They came TFC together, and, what, three or four years ago, uh, four two years ago, two, two years ago, two and, years and ago, formed yeah. NCFC. Yeah. You know, that's a huge step, you know, to develop that academy kind of atmosphere and develop the kids. You know, and I think that's where we lack is that we haven't really had that focus on developing the kids. Um, and I think part of the problem is that growing up, you know, not having the parents who coached, you know, that really knew the game. So we would take the best athlete, you put them up top, just kick the ball and let little Johnny yeah. run after it. Yeah. You know, so they didn't a lot of our kids really because didn't they, learn the game. Because they were bigger and they were stronger Correct. and they were faster right. when they were 10, 11, 12 Correct. years old. And, and by the time they got to the big field, U13, and they go up to Raleigh to play in the Raleigh shootout or right. whatever, they're playing against the TSC. And they get their feelings hurt. And they get their feelings hurt. Correct. I, I witnessed it. Right. When I went with Gray, Gray and I went as spectators – for when we when a name from the past, Bruce Talbot was up here. Oh, Brucey! Went, I went up and watched uh, a team that was that was playing up there. His team, he coached, and they had a kid on the team that had dominated three or four years because he was bigger, stronger, right. faster than anybody else. And I'll never forget it. After the first like fifteen minutes, he was getting frustrated. Bruce pulled pulled him off and said, "Hey, buddy, you got to learn to play soccer now because those kids are right. just as big as strong." And, and, and that's yeah. so I, you know, and that's part of the problem. So the culture's changing. Um, you know, if you watched a little bit of the Ireland game in Bolivia with the young kids, it's kind of fun to watch. You know, new faces. 
There was a little bit more energy on the field. Um, you know, in a way, us not getting in might be a good thing for the big picture. Okay, so that was my next question, and that's going to wrap it up. Okay. U.S. soccer, upswing, downswing, um, despite us not making the World Cup. I think it's how we deal with it. I think it's got a potential to be an upswing um, because I think it's going to change the culture. Um, I think U.S. soccer is trying to wait and make the right decision on our next national team coach to try to get us. You know, And if you look at the younger groups, U20, U23s, we've had some success, success. on the international yeah. level. And these kids are now starting to come to their prime. So I think it's it, the possibilities are there. Okay. It's just a matter of getting the right people in the right places and seeing if we can – Move in that direction. Well, if you say so, then I believe you because you know soccer. Folks, Dave Miller, my buddy. Dave, hang tight. We'll do. I'm going to eat some wings. Eat some wings. Hang tight. I might tight. need to see if I can and find we'll, a beer. Pull up, Yeah, pull up a chair. Find a beer. We're going to continue on, but we want contributions uh, and chime in any way you want to. Right, we'll Where did Bob Mills go? Did he? He's chilling on the couch. He's okay. still here. Bob, you are more than welcome to come chime in as well if you would like because I know you have a lot of very important things to say. Yeah, I got something to say. Okay. I think LeBron would have been great at soccer. I've got a rapid fire. Oh, you think he'd be better at soccer than basketball? No, he would just be good because he can flop all over the place like oh, soccer shut players up, man. do. Just shut up. He would fit right in. All right, NFL. Let's talk NFL. Matthews breaks his nose. You see this? I saw that. Clay Matthews and Devontae Adams took over as co-captains of a charity golf tournament. I mean, a charity golf, softball tournament that uh, recently party Jordy Nelson had been in charge of uh-huh. in, all, in all his time in Green Bay. Matthew suffered a broken nose after he took a line drive to the face while pitching. Devontae Adams made sure everybody knew that he was all right by, by quote, saying, Clay is all right. He's got a little boo-boo, but he is fine. He had surgery. He had surgery. He broke his nose. Yes. That's, that's... Look, Clay Matthews is a bad SOB. I'm just going to tell you, but a broken nose and then have to have repaired for surgery, that's a little more than a boo It don't matter how strong you are. You're hitting the nose good enough. Your yeah. eyes are watering. Don't Dude, matter. That's, that's crazy. The other thing that I saw today about the NFL, did you see this about Terrell Owens? What about him? Terrell Owens walks back on the football field in, with San Francisco. He has not played a game in the NFL since 2010, but walks back. He had done some work with um, uh, the ALS, I think, or all-timers, all-timers. And John Lynch, the GM for yeah. for the San Francisco 49ers, tweeted out, hey, man, great work. Appreciate all your efforts. T.O. tweets him back and goes, now, this, that's all he said. That's all that, that John Lynch said to him. He goes, I know Jimmy G is going to need a big play receiver this year at some point. Let's make it happen. He's 44 years old. He said he was willing to accept a veteran minimum contract. Do you think he's serious or do you think he's joking? He's probably serious because it pays pretty well. The league minimum, uh, that, that's some pretty good money. Whatever. I'm still taking Des Bryant over him. Dude, I, 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 we talked about this last week, and yeah. I'm getting all tongue-tied about it because I just don't understand. I mean, Brandon Marshall signed with Seattle last year, or last week, right? and Des Bryant is still available. I'm telling you, his locker room issues. And I wouldn't have T.O. either because I know he's a sideline locker room issue guy too. But I'm st- if I have to take one of the two, I'm still taking Des Bryant. At least he's young and yeah, fast. I, I guess. I guess. I know. De- I mean, I know uh, Tio's still in shape. I know he's been working out. He's yeah, on the I mean, internet working yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, he's a monster. He's still forty-four. Forty-four. I mean, yeah. I mean, damn. I'm forty-nine. I mean, forty-four is old. Dave, how old are you? Fifty. Fifty. Days fifty-one. In August. Fifty-two in August. Wow, we're old. I guess we're past old. Yes. All right. College football. The College Football Hall of Fame announced its uh, two thousand and nine, two thousand and nineteen typo there ballot this week. Notables on the ballot for the first time include Texas's quarterback Vince Young, hmm. 
Southern Cows quarterback Carson Palmer, Arkansas running back Darren McFadden, Syracuse wide receiver Marvin Harrison, who was bad to the bone when he played for the Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. and the baddest offensive tackle to play in football the last 15 years, Joe Thomas from Wisconsin. Just a man. I mean, he's he's a man. He's had it rough. Yeah. Some other uh, on some others that are on the ballot that have been on there before but have not been elected. SMU's Eric Dickerson. Now he was probably you weren't born when he played. He played running back for SMU. Um, played for Los Angeles Rams. Played for the who else did he play for? He he got all his carries with the Rams. Is that dude that wore the goggles? Yeah, I know. But he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, the National Football Hall of Fame, in 1999. Uh, Miami University Ray Lewis. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Dick, Dickerson was inducted in 1999. Miami uh, Hurricane linebacker Ray Lewis, who was inducted into the National Football Hall of Fame in 2018 last year, and then Cal's tight end, stud of a tight end, Tony Gonzalez, who just recently retired, and he's eligible to be inducted to the NFL in 2019. Those three are still on the ballot; have never been, have not been inducted into the. If you ever watch there, Dickerson's deal is political. He was at SMU. They had this thing. They, they were called the Pony Express. Right. They got the death penalty. They were the, I, the yeah. I knew about that. You know about yeah. that. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's political because he was a freaking stud, man. Him and they had his a white guy Craig named, James. named Craig James. They were, they were like, they were just bam, bam. They would just run all over you. Both running back. I mean, Both, obviously, yeah, the other yeah, guy yeah. was running back. Too. Both run, They put them in the backfield at the same time. It wasn't like full pack tailback. It was like two tailbacks coming at you, man. They rushed for like. Both of them rushed for like 1,500, 1,800 yards one year. I mean, they just kicked everybody's butt. And then like (laughs) two years later, they got the death penalty. That's when you lost football forever. Proper benefits. Yeah. I mean, mean, just because they were driving Corvettes and trains. Is that what it was from? Oh, it was. Proper benefits. Yeah. Oh, everything, dude. Well, LeBron drove a Hummer in high school. Yeah, but that's all right. Sounds improper to me. I drove a Sentra. Well, did he go to college? No. All right, then. He doesn't. I mean, he could. I mean, okay. <laughs> no Let's rules move. broken. No rules broken. All right. Studs and duds. My my second favorite section. Tell me who your stud is. I got uh, Kobe White. He's Kobe a, White. He's a, I saw that. He's a finalist for that. the U18, uh, USA team. And then, and they come out and said that he's the best pure shooter they have, and he's the point guard. And did you see what he said about I, Carolina's team next year? I didn't see what he they, said He said – we will surprise people next year. He said that last week. I think he's going to start. Oh, I think he'll start definitely over yeah. Seventh Woods. Yeah. I well, mean, and, you know, I mean, legitimately, you and I can start over Seventh Woods. He's pretty athletic, but he's not a very good. The only person potentially could, could not start over Seventh Woods is Jordan Clarkston. Because you got to have a, you got to have, Dave, you can start over Seventh Woods. No, I'm terrible at basketball. You got that, but you have to be able to have an assist in, in, in Carolina's scheme, and Jordan Clarkston does not. Oh, they pass the ball. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a good one. You know who mine is? He got. And he's my personal, my idol, Joey Jaws Chestnut. You know, jo- you know who Joey's ch- Chestnut is. He is the number one rank competitive eater in the world. The hot dog guy. Yes, but last Friday on June first, which was National Donut Day, <laughs> Chestnut inhaled two hundred and fifty-seven powdered Hostess Donut, those little small ones, in six minutes. Are you serious? No shit. Wow. He, for for those efforts, he won $4,000 for ingesting 257 powdered donuts, little small donuts, in six minutes. To cover his emergency room trip for cardiac arrest? No, because he is a professional. Listen Goodness. to this. He participates nearly every weekend in some type of contest, ranging from eating fish tacos to asparagus to cheesecakes to, of course, 
the hot dogs on July 4th. Yeah. Ugh. Crazy. He's been a competitive eater since 2005. His net worth is over $800,000, and he made it all from eating. That's a dream job. That is a dream job. That's a dream job. I know job. some people that eat like they're competitive eaters and don't get paid. <laughs> that is just great. So tell me your dud, and we're probably going to have the same dud. It's just too easy. J.R. Smith. Yeah. Look, and I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I did the same thing in high school, but – a little Say bit, a little so bit different, a different scenario. So we're. It wasn't for game one of the NBA Finals, though. But it wasn't for the NBA Finals. Okay. So we're playing Richlands and we're down like six. Wait a minute, with the Lands? Yeah, we're playing. <laughs> we're playing Richland. They won conference that year, so I felt better about it. I felt worse once I realized what I did. So we're down six and we're fouling, you know, trying to catch up, catch up, and they're missing free throws and they don't miss free throws and we're scoring. Well, I thought we were still down, but it was actually tied. I went and just fouled John King as hard as I possibly could to get the ball back. And everyone's freaking out. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I know we're losing. This sucks. Makes two free throws. And then one of the guys takes a half-court shot. I'm like, what? what's the deal? And I look at the scoreboard. I'm like, oh, no. What did I just do? I did I did a J.R. Smith. But I wasn't in the NBA Finals. It's high school. Yeah. That still sucked, Trevor. You, you, you got to have court awareness, man. I'm, I'm not in the NBA yet. Okay. Well, you know, I, I I normally try to avoid the the, the well-known studs and duds. But I, just, I can't avoid J.R. Smith. It's too hard. Um, he's 32 years old. He's been playing organized basketball since, let's just say, seven or eight years old, rec basketball. That's 25 freaking years, man. <laughs> I mean, 25 years this kid's, this guy's been playing basketball. Been in the NBA 13 years. Makes $12.8 million a year. Game, game awareness. Just look know, at the scoreboard. Know your environment. Game awareness. The only great thing now, you know, when he decided – not to go to college. Was, he was planning on going to Carolina. I know that. So instead of going to Carolina, he went straight to the NBA because he would legitimately be the only, if he had gone to Carolina, be the only Carolina player that I would potentially disavow. Especially after Carolina, that. Especially after that. In this KD's fault, JR, dude, should have boxed out. JR, man, I, I just, look, man, you know, you're a head case. I just, I don't get it, dude. You, you, you get the rebound. You'll shoot a 25-footer with three guys on you, but you won't <laughs> take a five-foot shot in the lane when you get a rebound? He finally admitted and said – well, everyone, you could read his lips saying, I thought we were up. But then he in the press conference, he was like, yeah, I was trying to dribble it out, looking for LeBron, and then finally came out and said, yeah, I messed up. All right. Well, just admit it. I just – yeah. I admitted it first time since like you know 12 years ago. Got it off my chest. All right. Well, let's just – I'm just happy right now we're moving to rapid fire because I just don't <laughs> want to talk about it anymore. J.R., Rapid fire. You ready? I'm ready. Yes or no? Do you know what the the Ryder Cup is? Is it golf? It is golf. Good good answer. Okay. If you went out and and played 18 holes of golf right now without cheating and finishing out every hole, what would you shoot? Or would you not finish the round because you would run out of golf balls? I would absolutely run out of golf balls. Okay. That's just the way it is. Okay. At least you're honest. (laughs) True or false? Despite being a standout basketball and football player in high school, your true passion was figure skating. No. And Where you did you actually, get this? And you actually qualified for the Olympic trials, but was sidelined by a jealous rival skater who took a lead pipe to your leg. If it paid well, then yeah, but I don't even know where you came up with this. You do know your name, right? Is it? What's Trevor her name? Harden, Harden. I think it was you Harding. Know, you, her last name was Tanya Harding, oh, I, t- I think. I, I, internet, did, and it came up Trevor Harding. I don't, I I don't, I don't I think didn't, so. I didn't quite get Okay, so that's a false. <laughs> that's a false. Okay, okay. 
What's been more enter- entertaining thus far in the NBA Finals? The games themselves or all the crap that's going on, whether on and off the court with oh. Tristan Thompson and just the arguments back yeah. and forth. What's been more entertaining? Game one was good. Yeah, but this is this is gonna be blowouts from here now. Yeah. I'm sure the little sideline gigs are more fun to watch. Okay, true false. Tristan Thompson actually walked out of the press conference interview not because of the Clay Thompson question. But because he saw an Instagram photo of Khloe Kardashian making out with ex-boyfriend James, I'm currently sitting on the beach because I laid an egg in the Western Conference Final. Harden. <laughs> I thought he, she dated Lamar Odom. She, but she, she also dated James Harden. She's dated like seven. It's the in, Kardashian effect. Oh, have you seen that about Colin Coward? Mm-hmm. Did you? I'm going to bring that on next week. Did you hear him? I have no, no, I know. I've heard. I heard someone talking. I'm going to bring it on next it. week. It is freaking awesome. So, so I is, guess. So, so is that true or false that, that he saw the Instagram? Might he, might have been true. Okay. All right. True false. You have six burner Twitter accounts and 14 burner Facebook profiles. Is that true or false? False. Are you sure? I might have to make some. Though. Okay. I don't know. True or false? You use those burner accounts and profiles to talk crap about your living water players after they've had a bad practice, or to talk crap about terrible officiating by the likes of refs like Robert Farley. I Is told, that true or false? I to, it's false. I told Robert to his face whenever it was a bad call. Okay, so you wouldn't get on your burner account to do that. But you just, might do that about your living water players. I would just no, not okay. do that. Okay, I just, I just need to make sure. All right, yes or no? Do you think Duke will win the men's basketball championship? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. True or yes or no? Do you think Duke will even win the ACC regular season next year? No, Carolina's going to win. Okay. True or false? Despite not winning either, all all five freshmen for Duke will turn pro and Coach Knows will still be looked at as a god, even though, once again, he is underachieved with the massive talent he he has in place. I'm going to be interested to see how and where these – one and done's just got drafted. Yeah, from Duke. Yeah, I think that'll have a big a big impact on if these next this next class goes. Yeah, but I still think Zion's gone, and uh, RJ can't remember his last name. I think he's gone too. No matter what. Yeah, they what. say. Yeah, they, yeah. I watched that kid play. I think they're he's both gone. Kid, yeah. I, yeah, I do too. True or false? Dave Miller knows a lot about soccer. True. Absolutely. I almost fell asleep because I don't really love soccer. Yeah, but we like Dave, so that's cool. All right. If you took LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Steph, and 15 of the other best athletes in the United States in their prime, in any in any other sports, not just basketball, take the 15, 20 best athletes in the United States, mm-hmm. and you train them for five years in their prime, could the U.S. be competitive in World Cup soccer? Oh, that, I think that is one of the problems with soccer is all the best athletes are not playing soccer, but I still don't think so. There's too much, like, touch and – I want your thoughts – well, I mean, you go back, you take someone like Chad Ochocinco, who played soccer in high school in South Florida. Yeah. You know, he, up until his junior year, you know, when he finally focused on football. You know, I think if you take some of those high-caliber high athletes that we're talking about, you put them in the mix, we might be a little bit better. Do you need 10 of them, or do you need, like, two or three of them? Well, at that level, you need as many as you okay. can. Okay, okay. I mean, it's not like we were talking earlier about, you know, having that one stud at U13 soccer. Yeah, yeah. Send a little Johnny the ball yeah. and go. It doesn't work that way in the international. Okay. Ball. All right. Chris Paul, one year, he'd be all world. <laughs> At least in his own mind. <laughs> What's the worst injury you've ever suffered playing sports, I Trevor? broke my right foot. Would you rather go through that injury again, or would you rather take a line drive in the face playing softball? Oh, 
I might which, which one? I think I'm going with the broken foot again. Bob, you like that question. Bob, step up to the mic. What's the come here, Mike? Step, Bob, step up. What's the worst injury you've ever you've ever had playing sports? I broke my leg in football. But would you would you rather do break your leg again, or would you rather take a line drive in the face playing softball? I'd rather break my leg. Yeah. Oof. Miller. Um, I broke my collarbone. Yeah. Line drive or collarbone. I might take line drive because sleeping with a broken collarbone is absolutely miserable. Okay. Yeah. I had a broken collarbone too, but yeah, okay. Still, <laughs> would you be pissed at me, Trevor, after taking a line drive softball in the face if I said, "Trevor, you just got a little boo boo"? <laughs> yes, I would be pissed. Yes. Okay. I, 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 if I'm getting I, surgery, I'm a little upset. Okay. True or false? Terrell Owens is only trying to make a comeback. Because he wants to date one of one of the Kardashian sisters, oh, and no. he knows that the only shot he has is to be a professional athlete or a self-indulged singer slash rapper. It's not a bad idea. So true. So true. <laughs> All right. True or false? And this is the last true or false. After his above-average performance at the NBA Combine, Grayson Allen received text messages and exchanged nude photos with his potential new love interest, Kardashian wannabe Caitlyn Jenner, the former athlete known as Bruce. True. True. And I agree with you totally. (laughs) Grayson, I hope you and Caitlin live a long, happy life together. That's it, folks. Have a great night.